Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The U.S. beat Mexico the other night, but uh, my friend Jason Lockenfora here is not thrilled with the coaching of the U.S. <laughs> national team. And uh, to get some insight on that, let's bring on former U.S. national team member, now an analyst and broadcast for ESPN and ESPN Deportes. It's Hercules Gomez. And Hercules, thanks so much for joining us. I will admit, I, I am not the soccer head that Jason is, so when he starts going off... <laughs> On the the coaching of the U.S. national team currently, I I don't have a really a frame of reference. So I'm curious, do you? And I don't know if you're familiar with Jason's thoughts on the current coaching staff, but how do you feel about the coaching of the U.S. national team? Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, I'm a little familiar with Jason's thoughts, uh, and they're on par with I would say a good amount of the fan base, the U.S. men's national fan base. And the thing is, we have to put into context exactly how. Greg Berhalter came into the position, uh, the amount of time that was lost. He came into the position, his brother was uh, one of the two most powerful mm-hmm. people in the Federation, and there's a lot of, I guess, uh, speculation about exactly his merit of the position. That being said, now with the position, um, they waited 13 months to make a decision. You had an interim coach for 13 months, so a lot of time wasted. Nobody plans for a pandemic. Pandemic right. comes. It just feels like so much time has gone by, and things that could have been done earlier in the process are now being implemented or trying to be implemented. Uh, and it just feels like we're barely starting a process. So now you're heading into World Cup qualifying, what should already be a clear idea, a clear foundation. And quite frankly, we have a lot of question marks in this dry run, if you will, because Nations Cup, this CONCACAF Nations League final, uh, in a sense, didn't really mean anything. You get a trophy, you get a 20 point, you know, 20 and a half inch trophy, uh, you get a million dollars from CONCACAF, and that's about it. It doesn't mean much for you as far as what Gold Cup used to mean and you get a ticket to the Confederations Cup. So so you're left with a lot of questions. If this is a dry run for what is the World Cup qualifying campaign, what's it going to look like when the team has to really play 
in places that are difficult, like San Pedro Sula yeah. in Honduras, where the grass is up to your knees, where you're playing at 4 o'clock or at noon. It's about 90% humidity and 100-degree weather. The fans are on top of you. You're having you know, fireworks go off at 3 a.m. You're getting all these cock-half tricks. You're, you're in the midst of terrible refereeing. The, yeah. the opponent is very difficult. Uh, how will Greg adjust then, you know, if he's having trouble adjusting now? So those are all valid questions that many to this day still have. Well, and, and Herc, you, you live through, through this stuff. I, I found myself feeling like these kids are overcoming, in many ways, the manager. They're overcoming the stuff being thrown at them on the pitch. They're overcoming some of the, the sort of questionable officiating or, or not really maybe being sure how things are going to go. Um, I love their spirit. It, it reminded me of a lot of teams you, you played on, teams that, 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 that did win trophies and, and did do things internationally. So I love that part of it. But I'm thinking, why do I have more questions about the manager at this point than I do these 18- to 23-year-old kids? Yeah, and it's fair. And I think that's because up until this point, Greg hadn't really had that marquee win. Every yeah. team we've, we've seen, uh, every manager we've seen, you can go back to Bruce Arena, marquee wins that I – mean, you beat Mexico in a World Cup in 2002 yeah. in a knockout round. Yeah. You know, you go to you go to Bob Bradley, and Bob Bradley ended a run of 35 games unbeaten for the Spanish national team, yeah. you know, in a Confederations Cup. Arguably one of the best national teams in the history of the sport. They won two Euro Cups and sandwiched in a World Cup right. in between. You ended that run. You go and look at Jurgen. Jurgen won for the first time in El Estadio Azteca, you know, where the U.S. has never won. I was part of that group. They beat Italy in Europe. They beat Holland in in Europe. They beat Germany here in the States. So it was a a lot of first, a lot of marquee wins. And then you look at what Greg, and maybe that's because of the timing and how things went. I just explained the context of the the hiring and how he hasn't really had those games. And he's really had subpar opponents up until maybe the Switzerland game. So we've never seen him with the opportunity to prove himself. But because he hasn't had that opportunity, we put more stock into these games that are less meaningful and that we've seen a lot of question marks with. I mean, the, the team is still a defensive liability in transition. For, for all these... Oh, did we lose her? He was, he was, he, I think he was about to really go off to... A Champions oh. League for, for, for these players that play all around the world. Collectively, we've not seen much of them. They've not really performed well collectively, especially at a CONCACAF level. So those are valid questions. What kind of raised your dander more? Like, I'm watching the Honduras game. I'm thinking, you've got Reyna and Christian and Sebastian Lejets on every single set piece. He's on every single free kick. Um, I'm wondering about substitutions. Tim Ream, why is he there? Why are we now playing three in the back? Why are we trying to play everything out of the back when we have such talented midfield options. Why is Christian seemingly playing on the touchline and not in the middle of the pitch where people can run off of him and he can create for others? Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy, but like, I, I, I was bad. Why is Tim Ream still on the pitch in the 80th minute under these conditions when they just made a substitute that everybody knows is going to expose him? Like, what am I missing? Yeah, it's a good point. Tim Ream played zero minutes for Fulham at left back, and you have Anthony Robinson, who was his teammate, who happens to be a left yeah. back. Who, do, who didn't see the field. So it's a valid, valid point. As far as the three-man back line, I could see Greg Berhalter trying to adjust to maybe play to Serginho's strength, Serginho Dutch's yes. strength, which is attacking at a wing-back position because he's not a very good defender, so you want to provide cover there. So I can see that. But that said, the way that Mexico plays, 
you almost don't want to put these center backs in a 1v1 position ever against these players. Tecatito Corona exposed a lot of defensive weaknesses. Mark McKenzie had a rough go. Listen, everybody's entitled to have an off night. But it, it, it was likened to 2010, the Ricardo Clark oh. half versus Ghana. Yeah. And, and that was, you know, Ricardo's a friend. Ricardo's a great player. But sometimes when players are having nights like that, you have to do what's best for the group. And, and maybe a tactical adjustment at halftime should have been made. You don't do that. You're limited to three windows where you can make subs, even though you have five subs. One of those subs isn't Tim Ream. Tim Ream is 33 years old. If we're touting this golden generation, why, why is Matt Miazga on the bench? Why, why, why can't we put John Brooks in that position as a left-footed player? Because I know Greg values those positions, you know, being in, in the right type of, of place. If you're a left-footed player, being on that side, right-footed player, being on that side, okay. Why don't we adjust that way? Why are you holding on to Tim Ream, who, quite frankly, has never been an impact player no. for Nashville to begin with? So these are valid questions as far as Christian. Christian's a bit of an enigma for me when it comes to the national team. He reminds me a lot of Landon. And Landon would come in and out of performances. Mm. Sometimes you, would, you wouldn't see him from long stretches of the game, but when you did see him, right, hold on to your seat. Right. When you did see him, like, you're going to be entertained. When he did show up, it's to make it count. And say what you will, and I'm I'm with you. Still a lot of questions, but in a game where they played their worst game under Greg Berhalter, where it was terrible, yeah. where Tyler Adams didn't start, who's arguably their most important player yes. for me, where Aaron Long, who for my money is the center back pairing with John Brooks, is out with a torn Achilles, where your starting goalkeeper comes out injured and right. the backup goalkeeper comes on, right? You had three of your big stars: Gio Reyna, 18 years old; Weston McKinney, 22; Christian Pulisic, 22. Score goals. Yep. And the backup keeper who comes on the game, who plays in front of his hometown, yeah. storybook-ass Hollywood ending, walk-off penalty kick save. So you win the game, and it's a final against the biggest rival in your confederation. Say what you will, that's a marquee win, and that's a big one. Yeah. Talking to Hercules Gomez from ESPN, uh, former uh, U.S. national team member at Inside Access, Jason Lockenford, Ken Wyman. The, the game itself was marred by stuff being thrown at the players on the field, I'm curious, since you've been a part of some of this, have you experienced that kind of thing, stuff being thrown at you? What is, I guess, some of your worst experiences being on the pitch? Uh, yes, I've experienced it. Let me, let me start off by saying the, the people at, at the stadium in Denver or the authorities that, that be have already announced that mm-hmm. they apprehended one of the, the people who threw, I believe it was at Giovanni at Gio, Reina. Yeah. Yeah, and he was arrested, or that person was arrested, uh, and also uh, will be prosecuted, we find, and a lifetime ban from that stadium. So it's a start. We're starting to identify these things. But we're not just seeing it in soccer. We've, we've seen yes. it in the NBA. Yeah. It's, getting, it's getting out of hand. It's getting out of control. Something needs to be done. Buying a ticket does not give you carte blanche to do whatever you want. As far as my personal experiences playing in CONCACAF, I played in Mexico for a large portion of my career. So uh, Mexico playing playing with the United States abroad, whether it's in you know Guatemala, Honduras, Mexico City, Costa Rica, whatever you may want to be. I've had everything from coins, batteries, flip phones. I've had I've had uh, cell phone batteries. I've had bags of urine thrown at me. Oh. I had a discussion over over social media recently with a colleague of mine, Taylor Twelman, and and Taylor Taylor excuse me referenced feces being thrown at him. So you you get. All kinds of things thrown at you. I've never personally seen that. He's the first person I've actually spoken to. A that bag that, of poop? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, well, let's hope it was a bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but 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 it, it gets rough. And, and this is what CONCACAF is. And 
listen, I remember being, and not only CONCACAF, this happens all the time um, in Europe, in, in Commonable in South America. I remember playing the Copa America in Venezuela, and we had fireworks going off outside of our hotel at about 2, 3 a.m. Um, this is part of what the footballing culture is. Uh, definitely, it's one of the most disgusting parts of our sport. Um, there's a lot of racism, discrimination, uh, abuse, entitlement in our sport, and, and slowly but surely, uh, we need to weed it out. Hercules, before we let you go, one last question. It's not a sports question. It's a question we ask every guest that joins the show. It helps settle a debate between Jason and I. Simply, are you a bar soap or body wash person? Bar. What's a body wash? There you go. You don't put. There the, you go. Yeah. See, Kenny, yeah. they're throwing bags of pee at you. You need bar soap uh, to make sure your body clean. wash body gets washes. it done. <laughs> Body wash gets it done, my friend. You're the, you're the man, Herc. Yeah, Hercules, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. No problem, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> What's body wash? <laughs> Inside access. <laughs> We're on a heater. We're yeah. on a heater. A one-person heater. Inside access, Jason Lockett for Ken Wyman. We'll come back. I see a little purple rain in the forecast. Head coach John Harbaugh met with the media in the last couple hours. We'll hear from him next. Inside access. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.